Welcome to the Diz Love Podcast with Vanessa and Chris. I'm Vanessa Ferguson. And I'm Chris Johns. We would like to welcome you to show number 38. And for any of our listeners joining us for the first time, our show features things we love at Disney. And in each episode, we usually have a guest who creates Disney magic for our listeners at home or on their Disney vacation. From vacation planners to product producers, our guests can bring Disney magic into your life. And as a reminder for our listeners, we always appreciate if you can go out and leave a review for us on whatever platform you listen to our podcast, whether it be Apple Podcasts, Google Play, we're on all of the Spotify, all of the different platforms. Are we on Spotify? We are on all of them. We're even on Alexa and everything. Wow. Yep. So please leave a review and we will always give a shout out to those reviews on later episodes and of course besides the regular reviews we also appreciate those five-star customer ratings we appreciate those as well and so on today's show we will be joined by gail from simply plain fancy her shop includes dog bandanas mickey ear holders and sanitizer slash doggy poop poop bag carriers. Um, She's got some really great products we're excited to show you from the famous Disney dog fabric bandanas to sparkly rose gold Mickey ear holders. She really has something for everyone's style and to suit your different pooches out there as well. A lot of her products, of course, are for pet lovers. So I thought it would be great to talk about nature and animal inspired attractions throughout the parks. And I was surprised there was a lot more than what I really thought there might be. And also, a note that I'd like to add is that at the end, we will share with you, Gail has a code for you guys to share to be able to get a discount in her shop as well. So one of the things that, of course, I think typically people would think, I'm going to do the ones that I think are kind of cheater examples, and then we're going to go to the real nature inspired ones. So if you were at Magic Kingdom, you have those real basic things that in my opinion, wouldn't count in this topic. So you have Jungle Cruise, you have Country Bear Jamboree, the many adventures of Winnie the Pooh and Splash Mountain. They all have animal characters. But I, and then when you move over to Hollywood Studios, maybe you could stretch and say Slinky Dog Dash, but I wouldn't really consider those nature inspired. What do you think, Chris? No, not at all. So what we're really going to concentrate on are some examples in Epcot. And then of course, the most obvious one, we're going to spend a lot of time talking about Animal Kingdom. But there are some real nature inspired attractions at Epcot. So we're going to start over there. And the first one in not all of these have animals. Some of them are just nature inspired. We have living with the land. So of course, in this one, We've done this before. You it's have, boring. I enjoy it. It is so boring. I, <laughs> I, it's a waste of space. I mean, Well, let's this, talk about what it is. Okay, we'll go yeah. ahead. So what it is, is you travel through the areas where the horticulturalists um, do different crops and they show different growing techniques. It has the famous like Mickey pumpkin, Mickey shaped pumpkins. They do all kinds of fruits and veggies. They have um, a fish farm. So all of these different things. So you get to see the different crops that are used. Um, and as well as some of those fish and shrimp that they use in some of the restaurants. So they use these in Sunshine Seasons, which is a food court, and then also Garden Grill. Um, so it's a boat tour. I personally thought it was better when they used to have the live, like the people that actually were doing the tour versus the recording. But so you don't like this one at all? No, it's a farm. It's a waste of space. Disney could have so many better... They could have a, a nice ride in that space that would be fun, 
but instead you go on like a two mile an hour little boat ride <laughs> looking at plants. Slow. I mean, that's boring. <laughs> Now, if the ride doesn't excite you very much, you may enjoy, they have the Behind the Seeds Tour, which gives you a tour of all four of the greenhouses and the fish farm. You get a chance to see the plants and learn a little bit more in depth. This is $25 and at recording time, which is in early 2020. Um, you're able to see all the different growing techniques. You learn about hydroponics, etc. Now, one of the things is, though, I think you would definitely have to have an interest in that sort of thing. Um, and if you are looking at um, taking that tour, always check because Disney Visa, AAA, DVC, annual pass holders, all of those sort of things typically have a discount. So even if you're not as interested in that, you may enjoy the behind the seeds tour. I know I personally have been wanting to take it. I know it wouldn't be interesting for Chris. So that's something that I'm looking at doing on a future trip. And maybe he could enjoy some of the treats in the food court while he's I would love to watch seeds grow. <laughs> So that's the behind the seeds tour, and that's also part of the living with the land. Again, it is a ride through basically greenhouses, so if that's not your type of thing, you may not be into it. But we're going to talk about some nature things that hopefully some of you would enjoy. Another new feature in the same pavilion is the Awesome Planet movie, which has been, it was, it debuted in January of 2020. It has, it's hosted by Ty Burrell from Modern Family. And essentially, it's a story about Earth and it looks at all of the different, um, features of it and they kind of do it in a fun way it's a spin where the one gentleman is like a real estate agent and he's trying to sell like getting people to want to to move to earth um so the film is not very long it replaces the circle of life film which was kind of really political this is supposed to be a little bit more fun i've heard kind of mixed reviews from it some people have said it's really great some people have said oh it's similar to what you may see in documentaries on tv so i'm kind of holding judgment until we see it on an upcoming trip but that is another nature inspired feature that you can see at epcot and also of course with the different um, festivals throughout the year especially during the springtime at flower and garden they have lots of great um features from the butterfly garden and topiaries and sessions on gardening and different things. So if you're going during one of those festivals, you can also probably come across some other great nature inspired things. But we're going to move from Epcot and move over to Animal Kingdom, which I think all of you probably anticipated and assumed this is where we would have most of our nature inspired things. Some of these we've done, some we've not. And some of them, depending on how you travel, you may have time to do them, you may not. Um, so one of the first things that you'll come across at Animal Kingdom is as you are coming into the park, there's the Discover Island trails that as you're moving towards the Tree of Life, they have the different paths with where you can look at, um, they have different wildlife encounters from different birds, from white storks and otters and cranes and porcupines and flamingos and tortoises. They'll typically throughout the day, they will have um, different cast members out there talking about some of the animals. And this kind of really sets the stage for the whole park. There's been times where we're in a hurry and we just kind of rush through there. There's been times where we've stopped and looked, kind of enjoyed the scenery. I think it's a great way to kind of get you in the mood for that park as you're going through as you first enter the, to the there. And if you want to spend time and look at the animals and enjoy that as you're first coming in through the 
the park, those Discover Island trails are great. Um, if it's something that you're in a hurry for, you might be able to check out some of the trails a little bit further into the park, which we'll talk about in a few minutes. Now they have a couple of different shows that you can look at. Um, there's the Winged Encounters, The Kingdom Takes Flight, which is near the Tree of Life. And what they will do is they, it's right by the Tree of Life and a number of different colored birds will come through and kind of come through that Discovery Island area. They have macaws and different, um, birds that have all kinds of different wingspans from smaller to larger. They will have a cast member, the bird care experts that will tell about the different birds and you can kind of learn about them. So again, if you have young ones or somebody in your group that just really enjoys different types of birds, it's a great chance to kind of stop and check out that winged encounters right by the tree of life. And then, of course, we would skip over tough to be a bug because, again, that kind of falls under those um, types of things that are just more Disney inspired rather than real nature. Um, moving from there, one place that is fun to kind of escape, and we've done before, is Rafiki's Planet Watch, the conservation station, and they also had the affection station. Do you remember taking the train back to this before? I sure do. Yeah, so this actually just reopened in July 2019 after a year-long refurbishment, so I'm kind of interested to go back and see. So what happens is from Harambe Village, you take uh, the Wildlife Express train back, and when you get there, there's all kinds of neat kind of inspired things. So they have a veterinary treatment room, so you can see if they're doing surgery or treating an animal that's been injured in some way, and we've been there before when they've been actually doing procedures. They have the nutrition center. So they kind of talk about how they prepare meal meals for the different animals. Um, one thing that is fun for kids, especially they have amphibians and reptiles that you can look through different windows and see tarantulas, scorpions, all kinds of different snakes and things as well. And you'll get to learn a lot about those. One thing that's kind of neat, and this is also new since the refurbishment, make sure to check out the Disney Parks Play app. And there's all kinds of neat kind of conservation things that you can learn about and engage with when you're at the conservation station. That's really cool. Yeah. So we need to use that Disney Parks Play app a little bit more on our upcoming trip because we've had it but the last couple of trips have been short so we haven't utilized that and this is something fun that is really new that is they have a drawing class there now wow yeah so they used to have the animation classes that were at hollywood studios and it would have a drawing class now the drawing class is at conservation station so they're offered nine times a day it's I hate to use a, it's not free. It's included with your admission to the park. So you can go there and they are usually animal inspired. So a lot of the things I've read, they'll have Simba or they'll have one of the other characters from Lion King. And during it, they rotate what characters. So I think in theory, you could be there for a while with the nine different classes. If you were really into drawing or one of your kids or one of your travel partners was into drawing, you could engage and try different ones um so they do it like they've always done the animation classes and what's kind of nice is the class is free and the supplies to do the picture are free but they also have nice frames that you can buy at this time they're 39.99 but that will allow you to kind of um keep that as a keepsake or you can just take it carry it as a rolled up paper with you so i think i would like to check that out when we go next time i think it would be fun and i think a lot of people of all ages in your group could really enjoy the drawing class and also there they have the affection station which has kind of equivalent of like a petting zoo for kids and 
adults alike. We've walked through there before, not spent a lot of time there. We haven't had any little ones with us on a, any recent trips. But I know as we get in the next couple of trips, I'm sure we'll get to enjoy some of that. And so this is something that, uh, it's a nice getaway. I found that when we've gone to the conservation station, it kind of slows down your day a little bit and gives you a nice break. So if you have, if you're just kind of getting tired of the hustle and bustle of the park, you can head over there. Now, a couple of the other places that we're going to talk about, we've explored on some trips and then other trips, it just depends on what's going on or how busy we are. Maybe you're waiting for a fast pass or something. There's a couple of different things. There's the Gorilla Falls Exploration Trail, which sounds exactly what it, it is, exactly what it sounds like. You walk through different trails and you will be able to see um, some of the different, not only gorillas, but you'll also be able to see some different zebras, different things on the savanna and on the different hillsides so you get a chance to see those animals without being on the safari ride so that's kind of fun we've also done and as a side note this is a beautiful space that i've seen a lot of weddings and receptions at so if you're looking at playing disney fairy tale wedding you might check this space out is mahara jungle track it has very beautiful it looks like ruins from ancient India, paintings on the wall. And then when you go through, then they actually have the viewing glasses where you can see not only you eventually see the different Asian tigers, but they have uh, area where there's an aviary with 50 species of birds that soar free that you can walk through. Then they have all kinds of deer and they have kimono dragons. They have water buffalo, different the different birds, and of course, the infamous Asian tigers you get to see. And we've, when the nice thing about that is it's a more laid back, um, relaxed habitat. And I've gotten some really great pictures of some of the different tigers over the years. Do you remember going through any of those trails, Chris? Yes, I do. Yeah. Which one did you prefer? Do you like seeing the gorillas or the tigers? Oh, gotta go with the tigers. Gotta go with the tigers? Yes. <laughs> and like I said, it's just a beautiful space as well. So we're going to talk. Now, those are kind of the things that you are kind of included with your admission. You could check out those different trails, check out the conservation station. Now we're going to talk about a couple of the tours. And I've only done one of these personally. Some of these are kind of on my Disney bucket list. And I would say, generally speaking, I think every tour we've ever done has seemed like it's been well worth those dollars. What do you think? Do you think the tours we've done have been worth it? Every penny. Every penny. <laughs> so the first one is the one that I've actually done is Caring for Giants. And this is a fairly affordable one. It's only $30. And again, like I mentioned with the tour at Epcot, always check. There's typically some sort of discount that you could be eligible to use. This one I went, it was on a friend's birthday and we were looking for something unique to do. This is only an hour long and it is usually every day. And during this, you get to go with the animal specialists who care for the African elephants. And it was really fun when we took it, they take you through a back entrance and then we ended up taking a bus to the very back where they had the areas where the elephants are cared for. They took us to the areas of the savanna where they were out. It was the time of day where they were all napping, but we did get to see some of the younger uh, baby elephants. They're calves, aren't they? I believe you're right. Yeah. So we got to see the calves and um, the gentleman who was there was from um, an area where 
these African elephants were from. So it's kind of neat to hear some of his experiences and what he was able to share with us. And the cultural representative was great because they shared stories about the efforts of Disney, not only over where they were from, but also talking about the conservation efforts at Animal Kingdom. It was just a great experience. You were only... 80 to 100 feet away, it says, but it seems like they were even closer to that. Maybe it was because they were sleeping when we were there. Um, but you really got an up-close personal encounter, and for only $30, and with that discount, it's well worth it. Another one, which I think would be kind of cool that I've not done, is Up Close with Rhinos. So it's very similar. It's a little more. It's $40, but you get up close with a white rhinoceros, which is the second largest land animal. And it's also 60 minutes. You get to learn about them. I'm assuming it's very similar to the one that we did. You learn about their behavior, biology, conservation related to them. And I really enjoyed the elephant one, the Caring for Giants. So I think that up close with rhinos would be fun. Now, Chris did not do the Caring for Giants with me, but Chris, if you had a choice, would you do the elephant or the rhino one? The rhinoceros. And why, why, what would... Well, I, nobody, nobody talks about rhinoceros. That's a good point. I mean, That's why I thought it was... Elephants, <laughs> this, tiger, elephants, yeah. that. You know, you look at some of the Disney, like a uh, Jungle Book. Yeah. There's an elephant. Is there a rhinoceros? I don't know. I don't think so. So let's give the rhinoceros some attention. <laughs> okay. Well, that's a good point. And I think he's right. It is very unique. And I think it would be, you know, what's funny is Disney describes it as a unique encounter. So they were thinking along the same lines as you. So those are some of the more affordable ones, especially if you have kids. They're not a long time commitment. They're affordable where you could all go for, depending on how many are in your family, for not too much. The next couple of things that we're going to look at are on the expensive side, but I've heard rave reviews about them. Um, the first is the Wild Africa Trek. Now, depending on when you take these and the price can vary. So right now we're looking at the price ranges from 189 to 249. And so what happens is it's a three hour trek. It's a private tour. You get to see all of the different animals that are on the, on the savannah. You get to, they actually not only take you on the truck, but then you get to walk through a portion of the area and the safari vehicle takes you where you're able to see all of the ones that people would throughout the park, but you get kind of a little bit the backside tour where you get to see more in depth. And you'll have a guide that will give you lots of great details about that. And then what will happen is you'll have a couple of different things. You're going to have a great meal. So depending on when you take it, they have a morning meal, which that would be on the cheaper end. That ranges from everything with smoked salmon and brie and berries and yogurt and all kinds of different fresh fruits. Um, dried beefs. Um, if you go for the afternoon, they have a chicken curry salad, sun-dried tomato hummus, um, uh, shrimp, smoked salmon, all kinds of different things. So depending on what time of day, you have a great meal with African-inspired snacks. And then you also get some photo um, services where you get some private photos where they're able to capture some of that and that's all included in your tour where you'll be able to download those images and when we took the backstage magic tour we got some photos included in that and I enjoyed that it was nice they, where they were able to take some of the photos and we were able to get in some of those special areas um, so that was nice um, so that is the 
Wild Africa Trek. Again, that's for breakfast or lunch. Now they have an evening safari experience, which this is a little bit cheaper. And I think probably because what you typically hear is that animals are not as active at this time of day. But from what I've heard, this is just an awesome experience. It's called Savor the Savannah evening safari experience and as of right now it's $169 but again always check see what that pricing is it is subject to change and then of course there might be opportunities for discounts so this is very similar you have the same guided tour you get to see all the different portions of the savannah and instead of having a meal during the day you have an evening meal this also includes drinks as well um, so you get all kinds of neat experiences. And from what I've heard, you get some sort of neat little commemorative keepsake, which is kind of a nice little takeaway from it. The food is wonderful. Um, the building where you're able to eat your meal and overlook the savannah has some really breathtaking views. So I think the Wild Africa Trek or the Savor the Savannah experience would be a great opportunity, whether you're celebrating a special occasion, if you're just an animal lover, really enjoy Animal Kingdom itself. Chris, would you prefer to do the one that's during the day or the evening one? I I would probably do the evening one because from what I, I don't know a lot about African animals, but I've always heard they, they're during the day, they're a little more docile. Mm-hmm. I'd like to see them move around. Yeah, and I think, too, the food and some of those things might be a little bit more up our alley with the evening safari as well. So that kind of gives rounds out. And then always keep an eye out. They're always adding new tours and experiences. There are some tours that you can also take at Animal Kingdom Lodge as well. Um, so really, there's a lot of different things. If you have someone in your group, or maybe you are a person that really enjoys nature and animals and some of those up-close experiences, these give you some chance to be able to look at and try out some of those different experiences while you're on your Disney trip. I think sometimes people just think of the thrill rides and they don't really realize there are some great ways that you can connect with nature and learn a lot about animals that you might not normally have access to. So hopefully we'll put, I'll make sure to put links in the show notes to some of these different tours and some of these different attractions. And hopefully on one of your upcoming Disney vacations, you can test out one of these as well. So we are so grateful to have our guests coming up here in just a few moments. We have Gail from Simply Plain Fancy, and we are going to get her on the phone. We would like to welcome Gail to the show. Her business is Simply Plain Fancy, and she has all kinds of unique products for your four-legged family members, as well as some great products for you to use on your next Disney trip. Her and her husband, Dennis, have six children and two grandchildren. They also have three little fur babies as well, and they live in right outside Buffalo, New York right now, but they hope to make Central Florida their home in the next few years. So we're super excited to have Gail on the show. Welcome, Thank you, um, Vanessa and Chris. It's really nice to join you tonight. So we always like to start off with an icebreaker, and we would like to find out from you, who is your favorite character to meet at one of the Disney parks? So this is going to be probably something that nobody ever says to you, but I don't have a favorite. Oh, that's okay. <laughs> I don't have a favorite. I uh, There's always the obligatory picture with Mickey and Minnie. Of course, yes. But then I kind of feel that character meet and greets are a little bit awkward. It can Um, be, yes. (laughs) You know, unless it's a face character that you can actually talk to. Yes. Like, we had a great meet and greet with Rapunzel and Flynn Rider um, one time, and that was so fun. But otherwise, you know, it's 
when the kids were little, we would take them to get the pictures and right. that kind of thing. But now that we're kind of grown up <laughs> a little, right? Yeah, you know, we don't really do that. Uh, well, it's funny when you mentioned the face characters. We saw Rapunzel one time, and Chris had never seen the movie. And she's talking about the lanterns and all this stuff, and he had no clue. And in the pictures, you can <laughs> see, like in the photo pass pictures, he's like kind of just nodding his head, and he has this blank look because he had no clue what well, she was talking Jeff, about. Who is Flynn Rider? He's the guy. Flynn Rider, here. you need to go take a look at Flynn Rider. He's kind of hot. Yeah, okay, I, I have He's never. He's Tangled. Yeah, we I've never heard get, that name before. We have Disney Plus. So I'm going to have to have you watch Tangled. <laughs> okay. <laughs> My husband and I have a running joke about Flynn Rider. Oh no! <laughs> well, well, the, I'm going to have to make him watch that this coming yeah. weekend. <laughs> so we always like to find out. Of course, we want you to tell us about your business and what sorts of products that you offer connected to Disney. Sure. So. Um, when I started my business, I, I didn't really know that it was going to be a Disney business. Okay. Um, a couple of years ago, we got a puppy, and of course, I needed to make an Instagram for my puppy. Aw, yeah. I mean, why not? <laughs> right. <laughs> and so, as I'm on Instagram, you know, with my puppy, you know, I started seeing this trend for Instagram pages to be promoting products. Sure. And, you know, all these little puppies wearing cute bandanas and promoting these shops that sold the bandanas so light bulb moment for me I'm like oh I can make bandanas and then I found these really cute custom Disney prints that I carry yeah and some really awesome there ones. are not you know it's kind of like a hidden gem of a fabric um provider that I have awesome. and not a lot of people have it and I'm like you know what these you know, would be great for people who want to bring Disney home right. and dress up their dog and yes. it would be cute. And all the bandanas are reversible. So I try and, you know, the, do the Disney oh, fabric on nice. one side. And then on the other side, I always have like a, you know, something that you might find on a, uh, a t-shirt that, a hu you know, a human would right. wear, but <laughs> right. it's on your dog. Oh, so, cute. you know, so that, that makes it fun. It brings a little Disney home. For sure. And then um, about a year ago, my husband bought me an embroidery machine. Oh, nice. And it was the best gift he could have ever given me. So as I'm, you know, just kind of learning how to use this new embroidery machine, I came across this idea for the ear holder. Yes, those are so nice. And the ear holder um, clips on your backpack, and it has a strap that fits around the center bow of the ears and holds it so that when you're on a ride, you can clip your ears into this holder, and you oh, don't have to nice. shove them into a bag yes. <laughs> or, you know, shove them into that little side pocket on the ride or whatever. Right. It protects the ears because you pay a lot of money for those ears. Oh, for sure. That is for sure. So that has been um, a big hit. And, you know, I'll have to say, I started, you know, after I did my puppy's Instagram, I started an <laughs> yeah. Instagram for my business. It kind of went backwards. Right. But, um, you know, my Instagram account, you know, I've been able to promote this and um, just using the Disney hashtags and, yes. you know, getting it out in the Disney community. It's been 
crazy. It's just been really wonderful. And then I started to add different products that you might have in your park bag, like hand sanitizer holders, um, the reusable straws, which I hate paper straws. Yes, me too. (laughs) The the first time I used it, I'm like, I have to find something. Um, So I found a provider for these reusable straws and I put a little monogram on them to make them Oh, you know, cool. more personalized. So I'm going to try and, you know, keep finding new things to add, keep up with the dog bandanas because that's the thing that I really, that sure is that my joy in, in making things. So, Well, you had mentioned yeah. kind of like, you know, why you started your business, you know, with it, what was the first thing that you sold? So I actually, um, the first thing that I ever sold was, um, a nook cover and this is back a few years ago it was like the first thing that I made and I thought okay I'm gonna everybody is gonna have a nook they need a cover for their nook and I you know this is what I'm gonna make I sold a few of them Uh and then it you know (laughs) it it kind of petered out so (laughs) then um with the dog bandana the first dog bandana I made and sold was actually the Disney dog sprint Oh, yeah. Um, which matches, it's kind of similar to the Dooney and Burke purse. Yes. And that, um, so the fabric that I had, you know, all that I could make sold out within a couple weeks. Oh, my goodness. And I couldn't get the fabric again until recently. Um, so I'm happy to announce that I have Disney dogs back in my shop. Um, nice. So run and grab them before I run out of fabric. <laughs> right. <laughs> right, for sure. And I realized I was looking back, I have a, one of your hand sanitizer holders. I didn't oh. realize I, I had bought it like last year and I didn't realize when I was looking through your designs and I looked back to my stuff, I have one of your hand sanitizer right? awesome. long before we even connected. <laughs> Yeah, I was, um, I don't know if you follow or watch the Disney Fashionista um, yes. Facebook page or Instagram. Um, she featured my hand sanitizers That's holders awesome. That's awesome. on her page. And all of a sudden, like, I I didn't know that she was featuring my shop in her blog or whatever. Uh-huh. And all of a sudden, I, I'm getting all these notifications from Etsy of all these sales. And I'm like, what <laughs> is going on? Wow. So I immediately went to Facebook and, um, you know, just searched and searched. And I, then I found it. And I'm like, oh, this is this is a wonderful thing. Wow, what a great surprise. Yeah. yeah. So that kind of adds to, how do you think your products add Disney magic to anyone, any of your customers and our listeners who may be considering going out and buying your products? So, of course, I mean, the dog bandanas just bring a little bit of Disney home. Yes. And, you know, then you can take cute pictures of your dogs and put them on Instagram. Right. <laughs> um, but, you know, the park accessories, the park basics, the park, those park bag basics, you yeah. know, the ear holders. I mean, those are just such a neat thing to have. Right. Oh, um, it just sure. is, it makes, you know, carrying your things around so much easier. Yes. And, you know, those hand sanitizer, you, you know, everybody has hand sanitizer. Yeah. You don't want to dig the bottom of your purse. No, you want it accessible. To grab that, <laughs> yeah, you know, you so you clip accessible. it on the outside of your backpack, you, you know, you, the, the, um, where the sanitizer comes out, the top, the head, right. it, it's accessible. You don't yes. have to take it out of the holder to, to use it. It's yes, right there. And it makes so it quick and it's easy. just 
You know, making a little, making, you know, your park bag a little bit more manageable, easier, you know, better to handle things. So what are some of your other favorite designs? You mentioned with the dog bandanas, the Disney dogs print. What are some of your favorite products that you have right now? Your certain design or... Yeah, no, not really. I mean, I love them all. I mean, my my glitter ear holders are probably my favorite. The colors that I have are are just vibrant and beautiful. I try to um, keep up on the trends of the Disney ears that are coming out so that my colors are consistent with the ears that they're offering right now. Um, Rose gold, of course, is a huge favorite at Disney and it's been one of my top sellers. Um, but my, I think my favorite is my doom buggy ear holder. Oh, I even saw that one. I'm going to have to look cause I saw the rose gold one. I'm going to have to go look at that. One. Yeah. So the doom buggy ear holder has the grin, you know, the three ghosts that follow you home and oh, how um, cute. it's really cute. And so with that, you know, please tell us our listeners, where can they find you online? Please, you know, whether it be Instagram, Facebook, and your online shop. Sure. So um, my shop is Simply Plain Fancy. Um, right now I am on Etsy. So it's um, www.etsy.com slash Simply Plain Fancy. And then I have um, Instagram is Simply Plain Fancy, and we're also on Facebook. Awesome. And I will make sure to put those links in our show notes as well. So all of our listeners can find you and check out all your awesome products. And we have some great pictures to share with them. So we are super excited to be able to get your business out there and show all the awesome products you have. Well, I really appreciate you inviting me on today. Well, thank you so much for joining us. We really appreciate you taking time for this interview and sharing all your great work with us and with our listeners. Thanks so much, guys. So thank you again to Gail for joining us today. And Chris wants to remind you that there's a promo code for 15% off when you use DizLove at checkout. Yeah, so I'll make sure to put that in the show notes as well. And you can make sure to get some cute things for your pooch and your family. I know our dog Sadie has a wonderful bandana from her. And I'm excited to share some of those pictures with you. So we are on to our final portion of the show, which is our two-minute trivia and our Wisdom from Walt quote. So you are up, Chris. What is your trivia for today? So, Vanessa, I got a tough one for you. Uh Uh-oh. Disney, of course, has a lot of movies with animals in them. Yes. Many of the animals don't talk in the traditional sense, but there's only one who is the star of the movie to not talk. So essentially, they're a silent actor. And it's an animal. It is an animal. And it's but blank is the only totally silent Disney animal to star in its own movie. Can I ask a question? Yes. Is it a cartoon? It is is a cartoon. Okay, I just want to make sure, like, it wasn't Old Yeller or something like that. It's not like a real life. Well, I'm sure Old Yeller barked, so technically Old Yeller wasn't a silent. That is true. That is true. Oh, man. Maybe, is it Sven in Frozen? But he's not the main character. No. And, and Sven Christoph talks it, for him. Yeah, correct. So Sven technically talks. Um, I'll give you two hints. Okay. The movie is very old. 
Okay, I was going to ask, is it like pre-2000? And the name of the character is the name of the movie. This is hard. This is a very hard one. Like I, I just can't think of what it would be. The movie was set in a circus. Dumbo. Yes. Oh, yeah, you're right. Okay. Oh my goodness, I didn't think about that because the mouse talks, everybody talks in there. Except, except for, for Dumbo. Wow. I'm going to thank my friends on the internet for that trivia question. That was a very good trivia question. Excellent. So we are going to end kind of along those lines. Chris talked about an animated film. So I have a quote from Walt that talks about just the animation process and how they tried to make things as real to life as possible. So here is the quote from Walt. Animation is different from other parts. Its language is the language of caricature. Our most difficult job was to develop the cartoon's unnatural but seemingly natural anatomy for humans and animals. And that's exactly what they accomplished, that's for sure, in all of their films. Help us connect better with them. So thank you so much for joining us on this episode of the Dislove Podcast with Vanessa and Chris. I'm Vanessa. And I'm Chris. This podcast is not affiliated with the Walt Disney Company or its holdings, and it is intended for entertainment purposes only.